You are now listening to the Skin Talk Podcast with Lo and Faith. Two solo estheticians come together for a fun and knowledgeable sit down about skincare and business, all while juggling the life of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Join us every Monday and get ready to learn a little and laugh a lot. Welcome to Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. I'm your host, Lo, and with me is my girl, Faith. And today we are excited to be talking about some of our favorite treatments in the treatment room. So welcome back this week and get ready to have some fun and maybe even consider some things that maybe you want to bring into your practice or as a client or potential person interested in receiving your treatment, maybe some things you might be interested yeah I just want to start off by saying honestly there are so many treatments out there and so much to pick from and so much to kind of like learn about but I mean at the end of the day we kind of have like our few concerns that we like to address and a lot of these different treatments all sort of do similar things so there is no I'm only doing the right way and if anybody does it a different way then they're wrong I think it's just finding what you like the best and what works best for you and what you've seen work best for your clients um and finding the brands that you like and trust to use but there is no right or I mean there's definitely wrong treatments but there's no like in the world of treatment aesthetics there are just so many treatment options out there for you to choose from and everybody's going to do things differently. Yeah. And every treatment is a one size fits all. So you might hear something and we say, we really love it. And maybe your provider who you trust says that they wouldn't suggest it for you. Everyone's skin is different. So whatever we say is just based on a multitude of different factors and might even just be because we like to perform it like a few that I'm going to say is just because I enjoy doing the service and it's fun to see the results from the service so So what (laughs) rank then rank me your top three from number three to number one um well my top three from number three to number one I'm kind of basing this just on what I like to do when I'm at the office so I would say that One of my, I don't know if it's one to three. I'll have to rank them maybe at the end. I love doing laser hair removal. Mm -hmm. I love microneedling. And I love using the Verilite laser. It's a KTP laser. And it can treat like telangiectasias and cherry angiomas. And I love that one too because it's like instantly gratifying Hmm. and you just can watch like the veins disappear and the little cherries like go away it's really fun and I think those are my gosh but I do love I think those are my top three right now so what's number one out of three so you don't have to rank them one through three just what's your top number one Mm. it's hard I guess Microneedling. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I really just enjoy knowing a, lo- a lot about just the layers of the skin. It's it's nice to treat 
the deeper layers of the skin and be able to see those results with like things like acne scarring and etc and I just like to perform the the treatment to be honest like I like the I like seeing the results but I would say it's really up there with me right now with laser hair removal because I really um love just seeing the reduction of hair and um it's probably this sounds really weird but I like the smell no. of like <laughs> hair um so yeah I like the smell of your burning yeah singeing hair um okay top three for me would be number three skin pen microneedling or microneedling in general number two radio frequency microneedling and then number one is my chemical peels I think chemical peels will always have the top rank for me because of the versatility and the range and what it can treat and the variations of downtime um so I just it's a very fascinating treatment and world to me because it's just so like broad and inclusive so I think that's my tie I'll always be my top number one favorite um and then the only reason that radio frequency microneedling is above regular microneedling is because of the insane results um, that I can see with the skin tightening aspect of the treatment. Um, whereas I love your regular microneedling for your scarring and um, other issues um, and aging, but the tightening that the radio frequency has with the microneedling is just insane. And it's also um able to be used body and face so it's an insane treatment to me um I really do like lasers as well but I think I really I don't know that those just grab my heart a little bit more yeah like as I'm working with the lasers I'm finding an amazing love for learning about the different wavelengths about everything that kind of goes into what makes each one work and I really I really do love lasers but something I wanted to note about what you said about oh how you love radio frequency microneedling is that there are so many like different types like you said so whereas the radio frequency is really great for tightening which it is so amazing my grandmother got some from Faith and some update was, photos from her yeah we need to I can I'll have to get some good ones of her and like send them to you or maybe she can come in. But yeah. it just even on a low level of the radio frequency, you could even see like signs of tightening. And it's so amazing to see the different results from using it on the body and the face. And there's really, like we said in the beginning of the podcast, there is a time and a place for everything. So the skin pin microneedling might be suggested for you because you have one concern and radio frequency might be suggested for you because you have another so there's very different many different ways to be able to almost customize each treatment adding different things in or taking things out using different um, wavelengths or different techniques to be able to treat a wide range of concerns yeah and even, I even will like with IPL yeah I will even um, pair 
certain treatments together just like I was talking to you the other day about um how I paired the radio frequency the Morpheus 8 with the regular microneedling because I had a patient that had melasma in small areas so you don't want to do the radio frequency in those areas because heat can trigger melasma so we went around those areas and then took the skin pin which is the regular microneedling and did those areas to avoid um that reaction that the radio frequency would have, but giving her benefit of both. Right. I love that. I I actually want to give an honorable mention to, because you said stacking treatments and I want to give an honorable mention to the CO2. I love being in on those treatments and assisting, but I can't do them. So it wasn't on my list. That's right. But I love assisting with those. And for me, there's no instant gratification. Like you see the issue gone, but there's like an instant gratification of like, seeing something very like invasive go on and there's a lot that goes into it and there's an art to doing the co2 and recently um we did a scar uh, not a scar treat well i guess a scar stretch mark treatments and we decided to stack the ipl with the co2 so we took the ipl and we treated for you know like the redness and just the discoloration of the actual stretch marks. And then we treated the scarring part with the CO2 after that and after numbing, of course. And it's just really fun to like watch that recovery process and and know that you can use all of these different devices together to treat multiple concerns. You don't have to say like, oh, you have a concern of acne scars and you have a concern of hyperpigmentation. We'll have to do those separately. You can custom tailor treatments for your patient and then come out with really beautiful results. That's why I really do love the Morpheus 8, um, the radio frequency mechanism, because unlike regular skin pin or um, your regular microneedling devices, you can't use them on active acne, whereas with your radio frequency microneedling, you can, which boggles my mind. And I love because you have so many uh, patients that have the active acne and the scarring at the same time. And typically on a lesser level like under your medical grade skincare, typically you would have to go in and do like your peels to address like the active acne, get that down and then start to address the scarring, which sometimes you still have to do, but it is an insane treatment that can address both. So there, I really, that's why that one is like pretty up in my ranking um, because of its just like versatility and what it can do and what it can treat. And that not being a contraindication. Truly, I do. I do love me some radio frequency microneedling. I do. But, but you are definitely more in love with the laser. I am not um, opposed to laser. I do like them. I just feel more comfortable with other treatments. And that's that's the thing. Like literally, we can both be amazing at what we do and find different things that we love. Um, like I'm not as hyped and in love with certain lasers as I am other treatments, maybe because I'm just like stuck in my ways of what I know has always worked for me. And sometimes new things can scare you. You don't want to mess up or you don't no, want to have like, the <laughs> adverse reactions. Right. I've it's been, a different like, ballgame. Yeah. I've had to read so many case studies, do some trainings, you know, watching webinars, like listening to so many things. And I also think that I might have a different perspective because 
I do work with the dermatologist and we're treating things that are like medical things that I wouldn't have treated without, you know, like on my yeah. own, I would have been like, oh, I can't treat this, you know, like SKs and treating cherry angiomas and treating even vitiligo. We have an, an eczema device that can treat vitiligo. And it's so crazy to see repigmentation happen. And yeah. so I think that I also have it from like that side. Yeah, you're treating things that I may never in my career work with. Um, and that's one thing about like aesthetics as well that people don't realize you could end up in so many different pockets you can end up in a um, dermatologist's office you could end up in a med spa you could end up in a regular holistic spa you could end up in a plastic surgery office like and you're all going to see different types of clientele come in with different concerns because the, they're in those little pockets areas and looking right. for specific uh, issues that are addressed in those uh, different types of businesses yeah, so true. And that's why I really love aesthetics. Like there's so many different things. You can be a brand rep. You can, yeah, there's just so many different things that you can do. Yeah. From just working and just doing, if you love facials to completely creating like your own skincare line and owning your own med spa. Like there's so many yeah, different things you can do. It's not just like a one size fits all. You're going to get out of school and you're going to do this. It's like you could literally do this array of things and you're probably right. not going to do them all. That's not like what that's not the point of aesthetics It's not to do every single thing. It's to um, capitalize on one thing and get really good at one thing and really love one thing and have a passion for that. So you actually have the best results for your clients. For sure. And I, I think it's amazing because like maybe 20 years from now, we don't want to still do this and there's opportunity for us to do like other things. I don't, it's just aesthetics is so beautiful. So if you're in school or thinking about being an esthetician, I would challenge you to think about more than just being a service provider or, you know, and just think about all the different lanes that you could be in. Yeah. You could be selling devices. You could be teaching classes on certain brands. You could be working alongside a chemist like you can do yeah. anything that you want so true I love it and there's so many different ways to extend your practice and ex or extend your knowledge I've listened to these uh, multiple interviews recently just like with providers in the med spa and there's even you know PAs and nurses who are going to aesthetic school so that they have that you know extra part not saying that as an esthetician you can do nurse things but I'm saying like there's a, a place for it in all different fields and um, it's a sought after licensure even from you know people who you may not think would go to that like trade school for that yeah it's definitely becoming a lot more um, popular and sought after and Obviously, when you're like a nurse or a doctor or you've been in like the purely medical um, side of your career and then you want to go into aesthetics, it's a new world. It's not just medicine anymore. It's not just treating like the same type of patient. So there is a learning curve as well for them that they have to pick up. Um, and then it's just an addition to the extreme knowledge they already have in medicine. Yeah, so, for sure. It's a great thing to get into, even if you have been like stuck in your nursing career and you're like, I've wanted to be in aesthetics 
and I want and I've had many people yeah I've had many people reach out to me that um, are in nursing school or are current nurses and they want to get in this field and I'm like go after it because honestly there are so many nurses that I've seen and heard from and talked to that have been burnt out for a very long time and found like a whole new passion in aesthetics and truly love waking up every day and going to their job not saying that like the hospital world is not for um everybody because some people really love and enjoy that and know that's their passion but there are a lot of people that are burnt out in that realm and want something different but love the knowledge they have and want to use that knowledge but then transition over to aesthetics exactly and I like I even encourage the people who are burnt out in aesthetics to find a, just a new lane in aesthetics that doesn't, you know, make you feel burnt out because there's just so many things. Like we said before, it's keep just challenging yourself. Exactly. Like keep deciding to grow and finding new things that make you fall in love. And everything you try, it. you're not going to love. You can try many different things and say, OK, I tried that. I'm glad I tried that. Now I know I don't like it and I don't want to do it. Let me find something else that I actually have that drive and passion for. And I'm not just like money hungry and trying to find the next fad. Exactly. That's so true. So before we um, end this one, tell me your least favorite treatment. My least favorite treatment? Yeah, it's probably going to be even harder. Dang. I There's love- one out there. Oh, okay. I'll it doesn't have to be something you do currently. It could be something you used to do and you're like, I don't, I would never go back to doing that. Okay, no, it's fine. It's going to be something that I do, but I still like, let's say I miss waxing. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm not saying there's not a place in for waxing. I'm not saying, you know, every time I wax someone, like I'm hating my time. I don't feel that way. But like, if I never had to wax again, I'd be okay. Be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think there are several things. I guess there is a couple of things that I don't care for. Um, and you saying that kind of made me think outside of just like a skincare treatment. Um, but waxing is definitely one of them. I don't think I'd ever go back to waxing. I would do it for like the fun of it and just do it like on myself or somebody else even though yeah kind of now prefer laser hair removal but um so waxing um, something like microdermabrasion would never go back to her and brows I'm not a brow person I yeah definitely. and I love people that are like bomb at brows but I'm not one of them and I tried I'm just it wasn't my thing I'm not like yeah. a, I'm not a lash artist. I'm not a brow artist. Like I don't like very intricate treatments that take so much concentration and patience and time. I like yeah. more of a aggressive, not always super quick, but a more like aggressive results driven treatment is what I enjoy doing. Yeah. I like to get intricate with my brain. Like I want to think like, okay, this goes with this and this goes with that. And like, we're putting these things together. I don't know, but for a treatment with a skin concern. But like we said earlier in the podcast, we we recognize the need for all of those things. I've gotten my lashes done. I love, you know, all of those things. So um, yeah, I love having it done. It, it's just not, yeah, that's definitely something. And if you're not very, something. if you're very good at it, like 
capitalize on that and i i follow many people i follow many nail techs i follow many lash artists i follow many brow artists i admire their work um but i'm just not i'm not good in that realm i couldn't sit there and do lashes and nails two hours three hours four hours i couldn't do it for sure I i think i'm tapped out at an hour treatment no, I, I can do like over an hour treatment. It just has to be like something I am passionate about, like something I really care about. Unless I'm morphiusating your full body. That's what I'm saying. I can I, do that. That's yeah. But like a facial treatment, like a, something just on the face. I yeah, tap no. out about an hour. There's nothing I can do more than an hour. Yeah, no, for sure. I agree with uh, that statement. But it's all about finding what works for you. There's no right or wrong. It's your passion. That's why we're literally all different. It's like, even though this realm is saturated, you are still very individualized in your career. And that's why we shouldn't look at everybody as a competition. Like, we are colleagues to me. We are not competition. Yeah, I don't like anyone as a competition. I love all of us. Yeah, I'm going to hype up everybody that I know that does the same thing. Yeah. I And I feel like, honestly, there's more people in this industry that like to share and exchange and support than that don't. But there are obviously people that don't. I'm not, like, blind to that. But I feel like I've seen, at least in my personal experience, more people willing to, like, share and support as opposed to trying to hide and gatekeep and do weird things. Yeah, and I think um, we'll actually get into in a future episode about something that we are planning in the future for those people that like to share um, passions and ideas with each other and network together. So stay tuned for that. 100%. Definitely stay tuned for that. Do you have anything else before we close out? I don't think I have anything else to say other than, you know, continue to give us those great reviews if you don't mind and support. We always see that and feel so encouraged. I always appreciate, you know, when you guys reach out and say, oh, I listened to this episode or this was really good. So thank you guys so much for doing that. Yeah. Screenshot you listening, post us, tag us so we can share that as well. Um, But we definitely enjoy you tuning in and being a part of this little community that we're growing. And this is just one of those things that like make us so happy in our career. And I think no matter what you're doing, if you're not happy, there's literally no point there. You need to find the direction of finding something new, finding something that makes you happy because this life is short. We're put here. We have a purpose. You just got to find that purpose. And I think we're in our purpose and we're in that um we're in our glory days right now and I very much enjoy everything that we're doing and growing and it's just going up from here so I feel like if you are stuck in that rut and don't have that feeling every day because I was once there I literally hated getting up every morning and going to a job and that's what pushed me to find something that I loved and if you need that push or if you're interested in maybe what we do you can always reach out to us there's many people that I talk to that I guide in the whatever direction that they need um we're very open to talking to anybody about this realm and this world that we're in oh yeah that I just met with somebody and 
studied with them for an aesthetics pass just to meet with them <laughs> at a nearby Starbucks. So anytime, reach out. Like out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah. Right. Like literally just out of the goodness of my heart, just because I'm here for the support in the lab. So. And you love what you do that much. That's your life. Yeah. And that's how I am. Like, obviously, you know, in certain situations, we are worth our time. But no, I... for sure found something that if money was not an issue in life I would continue doing yeah and she was really sweet she she uh, cash out me she was like I have to cash out you thank you so much <laughs> so that was sweet but I, I had a little free time I told her to meet like down the street from my house I was like you know yeah. it'll be a refresher for me too let's get it <laughs> yeah I love doing stuff like that so don't ever be afraid to reach out or ask questions for a lot sure. of people will be like oh, i'm sorry like if you can't answer blah 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 i'm like i got you i will always answer don't apologize but that's it for today we will see you next are we doing weekly have yeah we, uh... weekly yeah we'll see you next have you week. committed to that one <laughs> yeah we're definitely committed to weekly okay because so we're gonna we'll see y'all we'll next see y'all next week Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Skin Talk Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Skin Talk Podcast.